Blog Talk Radio. Talking about you with Estra, Season 8, Episode 8. Thanks for coming back today and being a part of the conversation. Remember to use the hashtag Estra's Radio Show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, about what you think about today's show. And remember, a new phone number for you to call in and make sure I can continue to keep keep your numbers will be coming soon. Well, I'm getting an echo and a repeat, so you'll have to bear with me on this. I'm not sure why it's doing that. But today we will be uh, continuing our conversation on Is Democracy Failing in America? What is your life saying about our democracy today? future do you see happening for generations? It's a good question. What do you like about this part of your democracy today? So let's get into our articles today and compare our opinions with theirs. We will be discussing two articles today. The first one is by the New York Times, Democracy in America. How is it doing? And then the next one is, many Americans going to the polls are not happy with our democracy. So those are the two in which we'll be talking about. So the first one, let's go ahead and get started on that. It is uh, Democracy in America, How Is It Doing? And it says, democracy in the United States is strong but showing some cracks. This is the conclusion of a new survey of the 1,500 political scientists. Okay. So it says, United States performed performed well on some of the most important measures of democracy. Get this. Check this out. The first one they're talking about is free and fair elections, freedoms of speech, and judicial limits on executive power. Okay, so that's three of them. And personally, I have some issues with that, but I need to mention this. And that is, this article was actually written in February, on February 23rd, 2017. So this was over a year ago. So, so we have an advantage over uh, when they, before they were actually uh, talking about this. Okay, so let's take the first one, free and fair elections. Okay. We know from the past election we just had, we cannot consider it fair or free. Citizens' names were removed from the ballots, and they didn't even get a chance to vote. And we also have a confirmation of the FBI that Russia did interfere with the 2016 election. So free and fair? Not from my perspective as of now. Okay, let's look at number two, freedom of Speech. Okay, freedom of speech. We know, and I know from personal experience, that there's constant harassment uh, against those who have, or against those who have very little power. Okay, power and money actually does manipulate the airways and the internet. By the way, if you get a chance, go out to Esther's radio show. Actually, I think it's Esther's TV, and take the survey where it asks if you believe that the internet is actually fair. 
and free or open, or if you can really even trust it. I believe that's the thing. Do you trust the Internet is the question. So for my opinion, freedom of speech, there's no freedom of speech. Yes, we can say what we want, and most of us do, but there is a, a repercussion against those, when you say it, against those with power and uh, money. And then the third part was judicial limits on executive power. And I think we could all go, ha, you must be joking. Judicial and executive power means working together uh, and placing each other in check. And that's the Congress and our, our Supreme Court, which that's why people are sweating it right now. They don't know if that's ever going to occur if Trump gets his people on the Supreme Court. So we'll, all, we'll have to actually see how that works out, too. But here's an example. They went through and did a grading on democracy in the United States with political scientists. Now, from my perspective, our democracy, all three branches are in total uh, system dysfunction. Okay? Does that mean that they don't do anything right? No, they do do some things right, but not enough to help the average person. But I want to go through, and I actually, on this section of the article, I'm going to list all of each one of the, the actual areas in which they're talking about democracy, because I think it's important for us to know exactly what is democracy, what do we consider it to be, and in this case, what do political scientists contend that it should be? Okay, the first, the first one they have on here is fraud-free elections. Well, we obviously know that fraud-free elections didn't happen in our last one. And, in fact, now it makes us to be typical of what, been happened previously. And then it says all parties allowed regardless of beliefs. Now we know that's not true. They have different religions, your area code, all of those things impact how you're treated when you go to the ballot box, in my opinion. Okay, are you treated the same? Do you, does one area have uh, a long list of people waiting outside around the block while some ballot uh, locations, you just walk in, do your vote, and you go on about your business. Okay, so from my perspective, it's not that way. Free speech. Actually, the, the, my ability today to speak out and say what I think on our democracy is a, an example of free speech. However, it depends, depends on how you perceive the free speech, right? You can say what you want to say. That's true. But certain things, a certain harassment, intimidation, bullying, may happen to you, especially if you're speaking out, out about insurance and insurance companies who won't pay you, people who don't get settlements, uh, issues that have come up where people aren't being able to get medical care. There's so many different things that uh, can be applied, in my opinion, to that issue. Okay? Judicial can limit executive power. Currently, I'm embarrassed by our GOB, GOP Congress. They've done so little since the Obama actually administration came in, and they're even worse since Trump has gone in. So my ability to respect their choices, and, unless it's about them, is really low. Okay, so there's no political violence or intimidation. Time and time again, we see this happen. We see this when people go to court, people against them, they get hurt or are intimidated, not wanting them to say what's going on. So no political violence or intimidation uh, you know, we saw what they did to Hillary Clinton in the last election, which was truly amazing. The, the uh, things that they did to her were 
Um, I would say almost at times unspeakable. And who was behind it most of the time? Russia, right? And who was Russia supporting? Trump. And it'll be amazing what Mueller uh, actually shows us from his investigation about what really all happened during that election. And then it says government doesn't punish opponents. I don't agree with that. I think that uh, we do have a right. We see all of these derogatory advertisements that actually psychologically feel emotions that were never there. They want to plant seeds in our mind in order for us to choose uh, uh, positions or people for power that just not, may not be in our best interest. And then it says legislature can limit executive power. Congress can, but they don't. In fact, when are they actually going to uh, consider insured civil rights legislation to protect people injured in car accidents or disabled? When are they going to put out protections that through every state has the same policies and insurance companies can't use their power or lobbyists uh, to make it so that people in need who pay premiums do get what they need instead of not getting them. Okay. Let's see here. Constitution limits executive authority. Constitution does limit executive authority, but if we don't have a, con- a Congress that will follow through and do the right thing, then it doesn't mean a whole lot. Officials are sanctioned for misconduct. How? Huh? Right? It's almost like they promote time. And why is that? Because it's always in their best interest. And frankly, I believe a great example of that is what the GOP did while the Obama administration was in power. Personally, as long as I've lived, I've never seen such uh, behavior that was cruel and, and just out to not only hurt Mr. Obama, but to hurt the Americans. To me, it's a travesty. And then they talk about equal rights or equal legal and political rights. That's when America will have actually achieved its goal, where everyone is treated the same and receives the same uh, respect and dignity. Hopefully we'll get there, but from my perspective, we're not there. I'm going to stop for just a second. I've got about six more. Just to say that in their actual uh, decision, these political scientists, they say it was fully or mostly or mostly met all of these things that I've been reading where we're coming down where it's less being less met now. But from my perspective, a lot of these things need a lot of improvement. And I've been talking about equal voting rights. Equal voting rights, when everyone can vote regardless of their zip code, regardless of what they believe, uh, and them having equal time, not having to spend most of their days outside and not in the voting booth, uh, then I'll say that we have equal voting rights and that everyone's name stays on the ballot and not is not removed. That's just so important. It's, uh, I think it's a travesty to go to the ballot box and then not have a ballot or say that you can't uh, vote, especially when, you, when you've been voting for decades. Votes have equal impact. That will be great, too. We do have one person and one vote, but one half of the political power spends most of the time trying to discourage you from voting, either by via cost, it costs too much distance, you have to drive too far. I mean, there's just a lot of different things that are added uh, which shouldn't be done in a, a real democracy, from my point of view. It says, no criticism of opponent's patriotism isn't this a lot of times where they start the attack? 
they start the attack there. And one side, in my opinion, does it more than the other because we only have typically two sides. Thank God for Bernie Sanders and more people coming up as independents. It says leaders recognize policy consensus, and our leaders wouldn't recognize a consensus if it was pasted on each of their foreheads. In the last uh, several, last decade almost, uh, at least, Congress doesn't even know what a consensus is. All they know it about, in my opinion, is what's good for them. And then it says majorities show restraint and reciprocity, right, and reciprocating, basically. And I do not see the majority even knowing what those words are. So, and speaking of, I'd say questions of diversity. A lot of the actual service we do, I wonder how blended it is. You know, we look at our Congress and it's majority of white males, right? A few white male, females, a few people of color tossed in. And that's why I hope you will go to the ballot box, not to vote in a difference of people, because what we really want is people who are in there who represent us, believe in us, know what we're going to do, the right things. So... In fairness, like I said, this article was written over a year ago, so things do change over time. Okay. And the last uh, article uh, we're going to do today, well, and tell me what you think about that. Remember to go out and do the hashtag Esther's Radio Show, or you can actually do Talking About You with Esther on Facebook. Wherever you are, you can find me there. Instagram, Twitter, I'm there. I'm there because I want to support people who are seeking information not only about car accidents but also how the insurance industry processes those claims, what you can expect with ERISA claims with your company, long-term disability, social security disability, the gamut of what people who are found by or are caught by surprise by injury and what you might have to go through, especially financially. Okay. Many Americans, this next article is by The Hill, and the name of the article is Many Americans Going to the Polls Are Not Happy with Democracy, right? Okay, let's see what they have to say about that. Americans head to the polls in 218, slated to vote on every seat in the U.S. House of Representatives, a third of the Senate, and 36 gubernatorial posts, and more than 6,000 in 87 state legislative chambers. That's a lot of transition that we can do to make a change, to make it right for people who are willing and wanting to help us become a better country, about fairness, about equality, about equalness, whether we're rich or whether we're poor. Help and and keep each other able to do the things that are necessary to make our country to continue to go forward. Okay. It says here, Just 46% of Americans say they are satisfied with the way democracy is working today in the United States. And this was according to a 2017 Pew Research Center survey. I'm personally surprised that it's that high. Oh, boy, I never go a moment here. Okay, I'm not sure what that crash was. I guess I'll have to take a look and see what's going on there. Okay, I'm going to finish this up, Paul. So the show must go on, and I will go and see what's going on. It says uh, two-thirds of Republicans are pleased with the way the U.S. democracy system is working, and that one-third of Americans agree. Now, there's two things that I think is an issue with this. First of all, 
the Democratic Party versus the Republican Party. It's just been someone threw a rock at the house. You know that there's something wrong. That's what I talk about, intimidation and harassment. That's just awful. So I'm going to have to uh, go out and see what the damage has done. But that just shows you harassment and intimidation is real. There's been attempts to block the show, cut off block talk radio, uh, hack my phone, hack my block or my laptop. The list <laughs> are doing keeps going worse. And unfortunately, uh, it's amazing what's been going on with that. All right, so let me finish this last uh, paragraph here. It says, a majority of adults who believe that ordinary Americans would do a better job than elected officials solving the country's problem. This may explain why two-thirds of all Americans also voice the view that a democratic system where citizens not elected voted directly on major national issues to decide what becomes law would be a good way to run the United States. So in other words, they're saying average citizens can do a better job than the people we're electing to Congress. So let's change that and make it so that we do elect people who are better than what we've got now, those who are more interested in protecting us as a people. It really makes a difference. So what did you think about today's show? And tell me at Esther's Radio Show, we're talking about you with Astro on Facebook. Tell me about your experiences in our democracy. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow, whether they try to come in and break a glass or whatever they're trying to do to uh, stop the show. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow, come hell or high water. I just to look at your car, see if it was that.